Hey guys, this is Vinny and this is Asta. Welcome back to, to the Soulful Soul Drug Podcast. Podcast. So today, what are we talking about? We're talking about dating, dating culture. culture. <laughs> um, there were what seventy-one percent of people saying yeah. they want to hear about this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, you ask and we deliver. Yes. <laughs> um. So okay, for this, I guess a mini series. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah two part series. Two part series. Yeah. So for part one, um. We'll be talking about dating apps, the hookup culture, and intentions behind dating. Yeah, and for part two, we'll be talking about common problems when it comes to dating and relationships and healing. Healing, yes. Oh, yeah, before we start, a disclaimer. Yeah, so a disclaimer is that this is kind of just our opinion and our experience. By experience, I don't have any experience when it comes to dating culture. (laughs) Mainly just Vinny's experience. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think it's important to note that when we talk about this right now, it's going to be based on what we can do as individuals to help make our experience more pleasant. And um, so, yeah, it can kind of sound like this episode can kind of sound as if like, it's just like, oh my God, this is wrong with you. Like a list of things that might be wrong and list of things that needs to be fixed. But this is just something that you can do because you can't really control what the other person does. Mm. So, yeah, I think if we keep that in mind, then I think it should be an interesting episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. Okay, so let's start with dating apps. What do you know about dating apps? Tinder, Bumble, yeah. Grindr. Gr- oh, okay. I have friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um, yeah, I have personally never downloaded any sort of dating app. Wait, before. I thought you did when I told you to. No, no I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, Vinny asked me to download Bumble and Tinder, and I was like, yeah, uh, okay, and I never did. <laughs> yeah, okay. but yeah, your experience, Vinny? Uh, well, I... <laughs> I've, been, I've, been on... <laughs> I've been on dating apps since uh, my breakup last year. That was around May. Mm-hmm. And then I've been on the app for about a year-ish, and I was on Tinder and Bumble, right? And I was... Quite active. Quite is an understatement. <laughs> um, but obviously I'm not anymore. I mean, yeah. uh, I have a boyfriend, so that's good. But uh, yeah, my experience with dating apps—they're they're fun. Honestly, it's it's a, it's a very intoxicating process, mm-hmm. right? Like imagine going on an app and just swipe, and you find someone hot, and then then you match with them, and like whoa. Yeah, I'm hot too. <laughs> like whoa, and then and then that's like an ego boost, right? Like an mm-hmm. instant gratification. And then you talk, and then you get to know each other, and you tell them about yourself. And it's mostly good things because mm-hmm. you always want to make a good impression. And that's actually kind of a problem yeah. with like um, online dating, especially because mm-hmm. you're not as authentic as you think you like to be. Yeah. Um. So. The way I see dating apps, and I think I talked to Melanie about it mm-hmm. before. I told her, like, I think dating apps, it's it's very systematic, right? There's a structure to it. You go on the app, you swipe, and then you match with someone, and you talk to them, and then for, what, two weeks, a month, and you end things, and you go on the next one. Yeah. It's it's very much... Mm, it's very robotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a... It's like, and it's like, I think at the end of the day, too, like, after you've gone through, like, a few swipes, then you, like, kind of know, you're cu- bored of, like, what's your favorite color? Oh, God. <laughs> When's I can't your even birthday? tell you how many people I've said, hey, my name is Vinny. I like pink. What about you? Like, <laughs> how I, I can't, I don't know how 
times. I repeated myself like mm-hmm. so many times. And like, what are you? What are your opinions on like virtual um, dating, especially because it's like, especially with COVID, the past yeah. year mm-hmm. itself, like everyone is always on their phone. And then you date someone online, and then you don't go out at all, and it's all like what video call and voice calls and like playing online games maybe, mm-hmm. and it's just it's not organic. Yeah, yeah. I think that was part of the reason why I I was like, so. let's just not do the whole online dating thing because <laughs> I want I want something that's organic. Yeah, and I want something like a coffee where, shop. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I want Hi. the nervousness where yeah, it's like yeah. I'm not. I don't feel so secure at the back of my phone, like you know. It's like and you're also like hopeless romantic. Exactly. So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like <laughs> when you're on the phone, you create your personality. It's not yeah. exactly your personality. Mm. Where else when oh, I like that. it's on it's like in person and you actually have to go there, then you have there's like also it's very spiritual connection when you meet someone rather yeah. than when you text. Mm. It's very different. So that was one of the main reasons why yeah, I was I'm like, really Yeah, let's just not do that. And also I just don't like the idea of like swiping based on someone's looks and like a that short description a big, that's, that's kind of like the main like mm-hmm. point of yeah. dating apps right it's all about like the way you look yeah like i understand that like your physical your physique is very like it can attract people and that's a very important thing but i didn't like the idea of how like oh your heart okay i'm gonna swipe like there's so much more to me than just my face just my body yeah and i want someone to understand that and appreciate that mm. so that was why i was just like okay I told myself, I think I was like 12 or 13, I was like, no, dating apps, big no-no. And yeah, I'm proud of myself, I'm 21 and I have never done with a dating app. <laughs> I guess it, that could be a, an accomplishment then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so dating apps, they're fun and all, mm-hmm. but they're always pros and cons to everything. Yeah, right? And uh, I think the pros can be it being very effective. Mm-hmm. Like, in, like, dating apps make dating so effective, it's like, Normally, if you take three months to know one person, mm-hmm. in three months, you can know 10 people yeah. at the same time. And it's that easy. It's also good for like testing the waters and seeing what you want in someone. Yeah. To, and like figuring out what you like mm-hmm. and figuring out a bit about yourself as well. I think, yeah, yeah there's definitely like what you said, pros and cons. And definitely yeah. there's also good stuff when it comes to dating apps. And you also get to make friends, right? Oh! Like, okay, like just say like things don't work out. Debatable. Yeah, I think, but my some of my friends though, who like have been on dating apps, like they might not have been in like a committed relationship with the person yeah. but they realize that they're better off as friends mm. so then they have that friendship going on I like that yeah. I actually made some friends from Tinder too so mm. they're great they're mm. really great um, so let's talk about the hookup culture though <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's okay. kind of secondary <clears throat> mm-hmm. to um, you know the current dating culture and dating apps yeah. like let's be honest here they call Tinder a dating app but it really is like a it's a place to find hookups yeah like to find sex and honestly i don't think there's anything wrong with it like Mm -hmm. sex is just biological right yeah you have needs we Mm -hmm. get horny and come Mm -hmm. on at this age yeah like we're 20 we're 21 yeah 20s like we're in college and it's like that's fine you want sex it's okay but the way i see it it's like dating apps make sex way too easily accessible that it's almost just something that i used before like a trade Mm -hmm. Like a means to an end, right? Yeah. And and I don't know if you agree with me, mm-hmm. but the way I used to see sex when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. I used to see it like, oh my god, it's so cute, it's so like important, it's so sacred. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I only have sex with people I love. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, it wasn't like whatever. But like, I, I think 
some parts of me still kind of agree to that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I still think sex is it's it's sacred in a way. Not because not that I want to save myself for marriage. I'm way past that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more of like sex with someone you actually like and love mm-hmm. feels much more meaningful and. I don't know. There's a connection. There's a connection, and then the hookup culture removes like, the emotional value from it. It does. It mm-hmm. does. It just makes sex so robotic and again systematic, yeah. right? Exactly. And there's no, there's no feeling. There's no nothing. It's just like okay, I'm just gonna come here, get it done, and then people leave too. Like it's like really fast. Like done. Okay, I'm out of here. Yeah, it's like buying a yeah buying a clock and mm-hmm. you just go and then it's like uh, you're using someone for your sexual needs. And once you you those sexual needs are met, then you're okay. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, and that's it. But at the same mm-hmm. time, though, that is part of the culture that we're immersed yeah. in, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of in- inevitable at this point. Yeah. And then it's like okay, you just look at, make yourself look presentable and sexually appealing. You go onto the app, you match, you talk, you ha- you flirt, and you have sex, and you just go. And like that's just kind of it. Mm-hmm. And it's fine because it's already part of yeah. the culture. It's just reflecting on like our. Values when we're younger a little yeah. bit, like it's it's so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and I also think like once because hookup culture is such a big thing, it gets rid of romance in general. Oh my god, yeah. So people no longer feel the need to be romantic. People no longer feel mm. they that they want the emotional connection. Cause like I remember my mom telling me this. I had a con- like a very very long conversation with her about, about sex. sex and yeah about sex <laughs> and about like. Why? I was like, Ma, I've been single for 21 years and I am not okay with it. And, thing, and I was talking to her about like how like I don't have any emotional connection to someone in that way anymore. It's like, even if men were to come up to me and talk to me, it's so shallow mm. and there's no depth to it. And I was mm. asking her and she was like, that's because sex is so readily available. Yeah, exactly. Because sex is so readily available. Okay, men, but this applies to everyone. We were talking about men because I'm attracted to men. Yeah. <laughs> and she was talking about how like men no longer feel the need to be emotionally connected with anyone anymore because initially, and I saw a TikTok about this too. Initially, um, men they have a very very high sex drive compared to women in general. Mm-hmm. So um, in order they felt like the pressure because at those days, especially during my mom's time, when she was explaining this to me, she said that um. In order to be in a relationship, men had to be emotionally connected, and that was the way to get sex as well. They had to be emotionally so like, connected. So like, sex used to be a secondary intention. Yeah. But now it's like because they had to earn the sex. It yeah. wasn't as readily available as right, it is now. Right. So now because it's more readily available, men feel they can just get that out of the equation because men in general are not, they're not very emotional. They find it hard because society kind of made it that way. Yeah. For it can't for men them, to though. yeah exactly it's not their fault. It's definitely not their fault in any way, but because of that. The emotional parts of it have just been kind of evaporated. And it's just easier that way. Yeah, it's easier too. And I think, I think women are also trying to sh- slowly shifting towards that too. A yeah. lot of meaningless sex. So it's not just men and meaningless sex. It's women too. Mm-hmm. It's everyone, gender, any gender, regardless of your gender mm-hmm. identification. It's it's growing into that way. So is it fair for us to kind of be upset about like? Because like now it's like hookup culture. People either you love it or you hate it. Yeah. There's no kind of in yeah. between middle ground with it, yeah. so I find that very interesting. I wonder like what started this like hookup culture, make it so normalized now. Yeah. It's like is it because people just got sick of getting hurt, got sick of love, yeah. and then they just thought, okay, sex is the easy way out. I can still meet someone and not mm-hmm. try to form anything deep with them. Yeah, would that go back to like 
No, wait, sorry, would that go to um, trauma? Yeah, like I think like validation. Yeah, I think sometimes you know when someone is in a just say they're in a very committed relationship, yeah, and that doesn't work out, mm. and then that anger and frustration and sadness channeled into yeah sex. you channel that into sex. Mm. So um, that's it's why a coping you mechanism see, then yeah it's a coping mechanism. That's why you see once people come out of relationships, their first instinct is to okay I'm just gonna have sex with a bunch of people to get rid because of the feeling. Instant gratification is pleasure. Yeah, it's so easy to get. You don't have to like do anything to form it. Yeah, exactly. Especially because of dating apps, mm. it's so much easier now. Mm-hmm. Because all that coming together is like wow. Yeah. Damn. So it's like a huge cycle. It is. And once you, vicious. yeah, and once you kind of like, once you're in that cycle, it's hard to come out of it mm. because you're so used to okay, I'm with this person, gonna break up, and then you're gonna go out with crazy amount of sex, hookup culture to the max, and then you find a connection with someone again, and then the same thing just goes on and on Damn. because nowadays, because of that hookup culture, you don't fully invest yourself in someone mm. anymore because you know that that's that that's in the background, that's your plan B to get that. Oh, it actually really? hurts to have to, to yeah. fuck. Mm. I think for me, mm-hmm. when I was going on rotations with dating apps, <laughs> I had rotations, right? And then mm. it's like, uh, I don't think I was actively looking for sex, at least not primarily. Yeah. Primarily for me, it's like, I want to know people. I mm-hmm. want to like have Build fun with people. Yeah. Connection-wise, yeah, I think, I think that was there too. But sex was just like, oh, I have it, I have it then. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Mm-hmm. But... I think at one point, um, no, for a long, long time, right? Because it was like prolonged. Like you go from one to the to the other to the other. It's like there's no break in between. And then like like you said, it's a whole cycle. Yeah. You meet someone, talk to them for a month. It it I don't know. It screws up, and then you move on to the next one. That's so easy, and it's so natural to do. Mm-hmm. And then I I feel like I think at one point I felt so stressed. Because it's like I'm constantly distracted, constantly having someone on my phone to text me, and then there's no break in between. And then like, like in April it will be a guy, and then in May it will be another guy, and it's just yeah. it never stops. And then that actually was taking a toll on me because imagine just starting over the whole process every single month, like a monthly, like, like period. Mm. You just start over again, 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 again. It's just how, like, when does it stop? Would you say that it's very emotionally draining? Very, very much. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun. But, like, the, the thought of it, when you reflect on, like, every single person you talk to mm-hmm. and form a connection with, mm-hmm. it's draining as hell. Mm-hmm. Do you regret it, though? No. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think I generally regret anything in my yeah. life at this point. Yeah. It's like, they're all meant to happen yeah, for some all, reason. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Someone just closed the door. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I also think there's a lot of lessons that we can learn from it. Definitely. So yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, because some people tend to regret it. They go through mm. the whole cycle and then they're like, oh my god, I feel horrible. Why did I do this? Mm. Yeah. So I don't think. But would that like mm-hmm. maybe connect to the our next point then yeah. about our intentions when it comes to dating apps and mm-hmm. just dating in general. Especially in this context with like online dating and then you meet someone through a software, right? Yeah. Um, there are two questions that I kind of like like to ask mm-hmm. is what are you looking for in dating apps or in dating in general and what are you avoiding? Yeah. Right. So um, this is like one question you always ask someone when you match with them like, hey, 
what are you looking for on this yeah. app? Mm-hmm. And then they always tell you, oh, nothing serious. Oh, just mm-hmm. a friend. Oh, like hookups. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. You know what you want. That's great. Mm-hmm. But to me, to me personally, I think there are definitely layers to things we say. Mm-hmm. And especially coming from me, it's like when I was. When I got heartbroken from the breakup, and I go on the app and I tell people, yeah, I'm just here to, you know, I think casual, just, you know, just having fun. But I know that at the point, what I wanted wasn't you. What I wanted was what you can give me. It was the emotion that they could provide. Yeah, it was it was the, the reassurance. The security. The comfort, the security, mm. the convenience, and the affection that I can get. Yeah. So... Essentially, I don't really like this person. I like what you can provide me. Yeah. What I wanted at the time. And that, I think, we can call it like a primary and a secondary intention. And so, it's like, when you ask yourself what you're looking for, try to like, if you can, if you want to, you can go a bit deeper and really figure out what exactly you're trying to look for. Yeah. And then if it's a second question with what you're avoiding, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for myself, okay, this is all for me. For myself, if I had to say that I was avoiding something when I was on these apps, meeting people continuously, non-stop, I think I was definitely avoiding talking to myself and facing my heartbreaks. Um, I had a really big fear of like vulnerability, to be honest. Like I, I didn't. I had huge trust issues. Yeah. And so I think at when when it comes to dating apps, it's like when I go from one person to the other, I kind of set this emotional boundary that I won't go any deeper than this, mm-hmm. because if you leave me, I won't get hurt anymore. Yeah. And because I don't trust you already, so like that that wall is already up really really high. And essentially, yeah, I was I was just trying to avoid facing myself, facing mm-hmm. all these issues that I have with myself, and my intentions essentially when it comes to dating at the time were just not genuine mm-hmm. like I was using someone for something yeah. I was using you for, for what you can provide me would you say that you also avoided attachment definitely yeah definitely but you and I had a talk about attachment before yeah. you know and yeah. it's interesting because everyone is so scared of attachment but we have to realize we're all social beings exactly. being attached is literally it's how we act yeah it's how we operate as human beings you have to be you have to have some attachment to form something together yeah yeah, and I think we should have uh, probably prob- what am I saying? I can't speak. <laughs> so, sorry. I think okay. we should probably have an episode about attachment. I would love to talk about that. Yeah. To be honest, I think I think. Oh my god! Yeah, actually, every person, almost everyone that I talk to, share this one similarity: yeah. fear of attachment. attachment. Yeah. But and what does it even mean? You know? Yeah. What does it mean? Like it's, when you say you're you're scared of attachment, mm-hmm. what does it really mean? Exactly. You're scared of getting hurt. So essentially, it's like that fear of getting hurt. That's that was behind your fear of attachment. Again, like the whole primary and secondary tension, right? It's like mm-hmm. you're you're scared of getting hurt. You're scared of trusting someone, and that's also because you're getting hurt, right? Yeah. So it's interesting. It's really yeah. interesting. I think it also like another thing you should ask yourself is what you want and what you need. Mm. Two very different things. Very different things. Very yeah. very different things, and that might like. Sometimes there is an overlap between your want and your Definitely, need. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, but then I think you need to try and figure it out again. Like, exactly, like, is this something I really want or is this something I need temporarily? Mm. You know? I think that confusion between, like, what you want, what you need, all comes down to how much you know yourself. Exactly. So, I mean, 
I understand, especially right now with COVID and like yeah. pandemic and feeling already feeling so stuck at home, that that clear line distinction between your wants and needs can get a little blurry, yes, very blurry very actually. Blurry, yeah, yeah. So I don't see that. Like I understand why now, like hookup culture and like dating and all this is so big, especially in current times, mm-hmm. because. Usually, like we're in uni, we've had this conversation so many times here. Right? We were in uni and we had each other physically there, right? But then, like, when you're separated and there, you don't have that connection anymore. It's like yeah. So you try and find connection externally, and it and it makes it like a rush. Yeah. Because you crave it so much. Yeah. It's like oh, I need it so badly. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and find it. I'm gonna do whatever I can to find it. So like, you create like. Like this goes back to your personality, your online personality. So it's like you come up with this persona, like this facade, that you think would be the best, appealing most appealing. Other people. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh damn. Mm. Yeah, cause it's it's so interesting, isn't mm-hmm. it? Cause cause we we're so scared of attachment, yet we crave it so yeah, much. Exactly. If not, then why do we are we trying so hard to like be validated by other people? Yeah. Goes back to validation. Oh, so it's like so many things. So many things connected. Yeah. It's like a very very complicated cobweb. That's how I see like yeah, a cobweb, yeah, yeah. Oh a spider's God. web, and it's like everything is so interrelated, and because of that, it's very difficult for us to kind of figure out what it is that we want mm-hmm. and what where our intentions are, mm-hmm. what our intentions are. Sorry, and what we want to do with those intentions. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. So, so yeah. um. Okay, that's a lot of things. Let's yeah. just try and like bring this, and I think that like, hopefully we helped you out a little bit. Yeah. Um. Obviously, there are a lot more to dating, and as we yeah. said, we have like part, part two, two for this uh, little series. So we talk about common problems with dating and healing. I think healing is my favorite thing to talk about because yeah. it's something that I think we all really need to know, mm-hmm. and um, something I wish I knew when I was. On a freaking spiral. On that journey. <laughs> the whole journey with yeah. dating apps. Um, so, yeah, I think... Yeah, yeah, I think let's just let them sit on this for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And try and understand. Because <laughs> it's a lot. It's quite dense. It's quite dense, we, you're right. Yeah, and I think we kind of realised a lot too as yeah, we were like, progressing yeah, on. Yeah, we're just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love my palaces too. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, thank you guys for oh, tuning yes. in. That's the end of part one. So, we will see you next week with... Part two. two. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Bye bye, everyone. Bye.